Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, and we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. It's wonderful to see you again today. How are you? I am absolutely phenomenal. I'll yes, tell you, you all about why I'm so phenomenal in just yes. a few minutes. But before we get started on our show, we want to thank our sponsors. And first of all, we want to thank the Mindful Lab with Christine Erickson, where she helps young girls. She, she helps everybody, but she teaches young girls mindfulness and how to be aware of everything that's happening around them. And you can find them at mindfullab.net. You definitely want to do that, especially if you have young daughters. We also want to thank the Sunshine Family Hemp Company, where nature's side of health. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. We love, love, love their products. We both use them and we love them. Also, Oils by Ellie featuring Young Living Oils. There is an oil for that. You can find her at oilsbyellie at gmail.com. We love our essential oils. <laughs> we <laughs> splatter ourselves with them every day, all the, all the time. We love them very much. And also, we want you to make sure you go check out our very own Doug Crockett's YouTube channel, When Mir- Miracles, When Heaven Touches Earth. The shows on there are so touching. They're just beautiful. Doug, I believe you've got over 50 on there right now. We're at 50, you bet. And many more in the works. And yep. he's just, he, it's just fun when we get to do these things that we get to do because people are starting to be drawn to us yes. and they want to be part of it. And everybody's got a story. They do. And this is what we just absolutely love is to hearing people's stories and hearing the miracles that happen. And, and one of the reasons we do what we do, and we call our show Hope, Healing, and Miracles, the Vitality Health Show, is because we believe that there is hope out there for everyone. And we want to make sure that everyone has hope in their healing and that healing can be physical spiritual mental financial whatever it is there's always hope in that healing and besides the hope in that healing you have got miracles along the way if you just learn how to watch for them and be aware of them it's really really a very interesting situation to be able to see miracles happening and and once you start to recognize them they start popping up everywhere yeah they do (laughs) i i feel our guest today caitlin gilbert is one of my miracles in my life it was so funny because we were looking for a place to have our honeymoon yeah we've been married three months it takes us a little while but we (laughs) finally we come across the yardley inn in manti utah and as Kayla and I were talking, we have so many connections. There's so many people that we know the same. In fact, one of our good friends, joint friends that we didn't know each other knew is getting married on Saturday and they're staying here. And it was so funny. I'm like, wait, we know each other really well. So it was really kind of funny. So all these different connections that I call them miracles because they truly are miracles. And so we are actually sitting here in Manti, Utah at this incredible inn called the Yardley Inn. And I'm going to have Caitlin tell a little bit more about that because I feel like this is such a miracle 
for us and having Caitlin and Caitlin, I sat and talked and talked and talked last night. My poor husband's like, you do know we are here for our honeymoon. Maybe you should spend some time with me, but <laughs> we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> so yeah. we, we needed to have a conversation. So anyway, it was just kind of funny. So I want to introduce my new friend who I feel like I've known forever. It's just, it's just like me, one of those sisters from another mother, right? Perfect. Anyway, just just got to meet her. So this is Caitlin Gilbert from the Yardley Inn, and she's going to tell us a little bit about that and kind of her miracles. Some our stories go a little bit parallel with meeting our husbands and different things like that. So it's been really really fun to sit and talk to her. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm just so excited. Can you tell I'm just excited. You can All see right. the beautiful ambiance behind me, and this whole yeah. place is just amazing and doug and i were talking caitlin before you come on yep. that he stayed here 30 plus years ago yep i did i'm like i do you're exactly right we need to come back you're exactly right we will so, come back we will we love anyway that. yeah it's just really really cool so anyway caitlin take it over and tell us a little bit about yourself after and i'll just kind of like try to Keep quiet for a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, what a pleasure to be on. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm not in the inn. I'm in the home next door that we own, my husband and I, and um, just from our little corner of the office and the treadmill and the exercise room. So we don't have the beautiful decor and ambiance here that Stephanie <laughs> is imbued with there in our surroundings. The inn is a really special place. It's been a running um, bed and breakfast for 30 years, mm -hmm. and it was um, not on my bucket list. People often come to the end and they go, oh, you're doing what I always wanted to do. Do you just <laughs> love it? I'm like, I do love it, but it was actually <laughs> not an easy road to get here. Right. And, um, but I, I've met so many people who are like, that's my dream is just to retire and buy a historic house in the country and have chickens in the yard and backyard and, and farm fresh eggs and organic food and have a wellness spa and meet people from all over. And, and I realize how blessed I am because I know many people want this and I was not looking for it, but the Lord had a plan for me that I didn't know about, which is so often true in our lives, isn't it? Well said. Uh, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I had a friend who asked me, one day back in 2009, when I was realizing that my marriage of 33 years, six children, and a marriage that was supposed to be a forever marriage had really um, crashed and burned. Mm. And she said to me, how do you make God laugh? I said, I don't know. Is this <laughs> I'm not really into joking That's mood right now. Question. My life's falling apart. The rug's being pulled out from underneath me. She said, you just tell them your plans for your life. And I thought, that's the truth. So, so true. Um, I have been blessed to come from a, um, a background where I've had to move a lot. My dad was in the Navy. So mm. every one, two or three years we had to move. And because of that, I learned how to make friends fast. Because if you had lived in a place that's where huge, there, yeah. then you moved, you would find out real quickly that people wouldn't even remember you'd ever been in, in their neighborhood, in their church group, in their school. And wow. so um, that gave me, I think, an edge to be able to learn how to just get in and love people right away and be vulnerable and and listen and love to hear. I love to hear people's stories. So yep. I have the wonderful privilege of getting to hear people's stories from the first day I opened 
um, until and every week. And sitting with Stephanie last night and hearing some of her story, I just, you see the hand of heaven yep. in the lives of those that you can sit and listen to. It's oh, one of my no very favorite things to do. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. You have a great spirit. You have that infectious personality spirit where people would want to talk to you. And I think that is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, and how many times can you go to the restaurant and have the owner come and sit down and talk to you all morning, right? I right, mean, right. <laughs> I had a great conversation last night and this morning we're eating breakfast and we're talking, tell stories and it's like we're just home, you know. Well, we share a lot of miracles around that table, Stephanie, actually. Um, and I think that, I think that's the magic of the Yard, of the Yardley Inn, honestly. Yeah. I think people who go to a hotel, they want to get to a chain hotel, they want to just get through that lobby fast and get to their room and or else go somewhere else and leave and go out to dinner, go to business appointments or whatever. But people who seek out an inn or a bed and breakfast are usually people that they want to have an experience. Yeah. And, um, the inn has beautiful common rooms. As you can see, Stephanie's sitting in one of our, our more yeah, intimate dining amazing. rooms. We have a large dining room as well with a communal table. And some people prefer to be seated at the small table because they just want to talk to their husband or their sweetheart or, or maybe one other couple. And some people choose the communal table. And when we're in the kitchen after breakfast is served and starting to clean up and we hear the laughter yeah. at the communal table, we are, we just look at each other. My husband and I say, yep, there's the Yardley and magic going on. People connect, they find out, Oh, you like my brother was there and I know that. It, and they share <laughs> their stories and it's really fun to watch that happen. One of um, my, my experiences when I, as before I came to this to be an innkeeper, I never thought I would be an innkeeper. <laughs> I, knew. I lived in Utah County um, and was married to a physician and we had six children and had been growing up with my dad in the Navy. I always wanted to go one place and just stay and not have to. Right. So when we finally got through medical school and everything and we decided where we wanted to finish raising our kids. We went to Provo, Utah, because we were hoping some of our kids would end up going to the college there that he had graduated from, and I had attended where we met BYU. And so we moved into Provo, and um, as my children got older and getting through high school, I did just a lot of service, a lot of volunteer opportunities, and was able to be like the president of the auxiliary for the AMA in that Utah County with 500 members. And mm-hmm. we had a platform at the time, the president got to pick the platform and, and I chose the platform of awareness about internet and pornography because oh. this, was, this was back before everybody really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And right. Kids were getting exposed and sucked in because they would type I want, I want to look up something about Disney, but they leave the E out and it would take them to a pornographic website. So we were trying to educate parents and doing some assemblies mm. at high schools, et cetera. And um, fortunately, I had a husband who was a really good provider, so I didn't have to work in a physical job. I ended up doing some things with network marketing with some healing devices that came into my awareness and ended up having a business that I didn't intend to create, but that helped <laughs> give me the money to renovate the inn years later when it was my turn to come and be the steward here. Cool. So um, that was a huge blessing because I was able to have a monthly check that was coming in every month that allowed me to pour money into this wonderful but rather dilapidated building. And, <laughs> um, and so that was a huge blessing. I came here as a single woman. Um, I was wow. divorced 
and had been divorced for several years and had been praying. Holy Father, where do you want me? I just thought this was going to be my happily ever after. And it's not turned out to be my happily after. My happily <sighs> after. So I have this house that I raised six children in. The Provo River ran through the backyard. It was idyllic. It was beautiful. But um, all the dreams had crumbled. And I didn't want to be in that big house with all the memories. And I knew I needed a fresh start. And I just thought I just need to go buy a little condo someplace close to where most of the grandkids live. And that wasn't my thought. And um, I've been praying about that for about a year and a half. And we have a song that we sing in our church that's like, I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord. I've been singing that song, you know. And, And one day, about 18 months later, after 18 months of keeping that kind of constant prayer in the back of my heart, what, um, I, I went to a holy place that I would go to for renewal and service and rest and rejuvenation and contemplation. And um, I had a big event coming up in my business. The company headquarters were in Long Beach, California, and they had called me, the vice president called me and said, done such an incredible job of building this business in the Rocky Mountain area that we're going, we've only had these regional meetings in Florida and in Newport Beach every year, but we want to have a Rocky Mountain regional. We'd like you to host us it. And so I hung up with the phone with the vice president and immediately had a panic attack thinking, I've never spoken in front of more than 25 or 30 people. How am I going to do this? And I just got on my knees and I said, Lord, I need you to help me for this. I can't do it alone. And the thought came floating through my mind, just go to the temple every morning between now and then, and I'll help make it a success for you. Mm-hmm. And I was working 14 hours a day trying to build this network marketing company. And I'd gone through a divorce and I um, wasn't getting alimony or child support very regularly, if at all. And um, so I was working really hard to create an income. I didn't want to be... A lady at Walmart that was the greeter. That was not my life plan in my mind. I was like, that's my other option. I didn't finish college. So I need to do what I can do to create this income so that I can survive. So I threw myself into getting ready for this meeting. And I started getting up early and going to a little temple on the hill there where I lived and doing some service every morning. And the third morning as I crossed the desk where you show your recommend, to show that you have met some worthiness requirements to be able to go in and serve. I got a, a little ding, a text on my phone. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I usually turn that off in the car. Turn that off. <laughs> and I, right. I, um, the, the man there said, oh, it's okay, sister. Just turn it off when you get in to go change into your white clothing, put it in your locker. So I got into my locker room and looked at the phone. And there was just a text from the one person I knew in Manti. It was a friend who'd been a neighbor. Her name's Kathy. She said, Caitlin, do you want to buy the Yardley Inn and Spa? And I'm like, no, why would I buy it? <laughs> I turned it off. I stuck it in on the shelf in my locker. I put on my white clothing, took off all the worldly things, you know, the earrings, the, 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 the clothes of the world and put on simple white and went up to do some service. And while I was there for that hour, I had a lot of time to pray. And I was praying about this big event that was coming up in 10 days. I was praying about some of my children and some of my grandchildren, some of the issues they were having, some questions in my life. And I suddenly remembered as I got to the end of this long prayer, I remember that text. <laughs> You're I went back into prayer. I'm like, wait, one more thing, Lord. I just have one more thing to ask you. I just got this random text from my friend, Kathy. She asked me if I want to buy the Yardley Inn. What, what do you think about that? And immediately from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, 
just tingles and electricity started coursing and heat and expanding, swelling motions in my heart and chest. And it felt like, well, I remember when my little youngest son had his first real spiritual experience when he had a deep question and he prayed and he said, Mom, it felt like something opened at the top of my head and hot chocolate got poured into my heart. <laughs> and I had that experience. Beautiful. And I, I was so stunned that if I had not been in a sacred, quiet, reverent place, if I'd been at the grocery store, when the text came, I, first of all, would not even prayed about it. But had it come in their setting, I would have literally yelped, like, wait, what just happened? What did you, wow. you talking about? What did you mean wow. by that? So I went back into prayer and I said, did I hear you right? Out of all the things I can do with my time, my energy, my talent, my, my resources, you want me to buy that, that old kind of beat up hotel <laughs> in Manhattan that I stayed at? Two years ago when I went to see Kathy, and again, the heat, the tingles came. I asked four times, and it came every time. So, you know, wow. You kind of realize, oh, I'm getting some direction from heaven here, and I need to be humble and accept it. But your brain kicks in and starts giving all the objections. Yeah, uh, what about the this? logistics. What about this? I've never run a traditional business before. I don't know how to be a hotelier. I don't know how to repair I how will I'm I'm single I'm a divorcee I'm a I'm a lone woman in the wilderness how will I manage it and if I do go down there will my kids ever come to see me and can I can I handle this and and do I have the skill set and and I and my, this is farther away from my grandchildren this isn't closer and this is, you know all of these objections and my mother just lives up the hill from me and she's getting older she's going to need more help. I can't leave my mother and can I just go down once a month and check on it? Does it have a good manager? Is it functioning? <laughs> Is it running in the red, in the black? And all of my worries were thrown out, you know, before God. And the feeling just floated through my mind and my heart. You've been asking me for a long time where I wanted you. I just told you. It's up to you if you want to go. So I came out of the temple. I called the friend. I said, you're not going to believe what just happened, but I'm supposed <laughs> to buy it. Will you help me? Will you be my realtor? And um, she said they'd been interviewing, the family had been interviewing for three days realtors because the Mr. Yardley had passed on and most of the equity in the home was going to his heirs. So she said, I had just finished signing the contract and hardly got the R in on my last name and took my pen off the paper when your name flooded through my mind and I just picked up my phone and sent you that text. And I said, well, and that wow. was timing because I wouldn't have even asked God about it if it had been any other time. So... That's what brought me down. I put my house on the market. I thought wow. I could go get a loan and just buy it and stay in my nice, cozy, little, comfortable <laughs> spot in my home in Provo, but I couldn't qualify for the loan. I'd had two years of living off beans from the basement, trying to get a business going and, and, and figure out a life at age you know, 59. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went back in prayer and I said, I I, I can't afford it. I can't buy it, Father. I mean, thank you for inviting me, but yes. I just don't see how this can happen. So is this the ram in the thicket? I just got turned down on a loan. And the thought came through again. I've been telling, you've been asking for a long time where I want you. And I've told you it's up to you if you want to go. So then I put my house on the market and dug into repairs because the house had been neglected for several, many years um, as the marriage fell apart and the emotional mm. distance grew. You know, my children's father was off in his own little world and there was not any repairs being done on the home. And so I just 
started sanding decks and painting walls and replacing faucets and, and the house sold in eight weeks. And so I rented a big U-Haul truck and didn't have a CDC license, but climbed up those big stairs and jumped in that truck and said, I can't believe I'm doing this and drove myself to Manti. Then I had a couple of friends who came down to help me unpack and went to the Walmart parking lot, looked for some strong, handsome looking young boys who were like going to the college and said, can I pay you $10 an hour to come and load a truck? And they, they came over and we unloaded the truck. And that's how the story began. Uh, I, I have to make a comment here. I have enjoyed, and I'm so looking forward to the remainder of your story. And, but I've had that feeling while you've been talking numerous times. And, I, and that's the beauty of what we're doing here too, is because sometimes you have, yeah, what about, what about, what about? And then when it comes, I appreciate what you said. Uh, do we have the courage to step forward when, the, when it's there, when it's available? And I love how you said he answered your question many times. Yeah. It, what do you want? And I, I think that's, that's a big part of it. What do you want? A lot of this life is about what is it that you want to do? What, where do you want to exercise the talents that you have? So. so true. I think that's a really critical question. What is wanted? Yeah. I think God as, as, that's, our agency, but he offers us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He asks and then it's up to us to take it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take it? Then your life's going to go this way. If you don't, well, that's going to go this way. <laughs> you know? yeah. My life going this other, way. It's going to go. This was a whole right turn, <laughs> 90 degree at 180 almost. And, um, Beautiful. and my kids didn't take it very well. Mm. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my daughters-in-law said, God wouldn't ask you to move far away from your family. And um, I said, I don't think we get to be the ones to pick what God can ask us to do or not. <laughs> exactly. Literally, <laughs> many times he's asked people to move and move out and go into a new wilderness of sorts. Right. And this felt like a wilderness. I didn't know anyone except that one friend. I didn't right. have roots here. I didn't have any family here. I didn't have any connections here. And I was literally kind of worried about it because I thought if I am ever going to remarry again, who will I meet in the middle of turkey <laughs> farm land, you know, right. in central Utah? I'm a city girl. I didn't have a pair of cowboy boots. I didn't like country music. I was like, I'm going to out of water down there. And will people even want to get to know me or will I, will I integrate with the community? Can I? I just, there was a lot of concerns. So um, in addition to the, just the concerns about being able to run the business, but you step forward in faith when God asked you to do something. And, it, and I have a strong witness that um, he will often ask us to do things that are too hard for mm -hmm. us to do on our own. We think they're too hard, yeah. Uh, and, and I think sometimes they are too hard, but he puts us to those uncomfortable positions out of our comfort zone so that we can see how much we need him. Yeah. And my license plate on my car, um, actually I got a personalized plate back in the day when I was um, doing my own <laughs> other business. That says my CEO. He is my CEO. Wow. If you don't run your life with God as your CEO, right. your life just can't work in my experience. You can, right. you can do a lot on your own, but when you're limiting to your own strength and your own talents, you just are cutting off the most important partner that you could have. So whatever your um, goals are, whether it's, get healthier after tears of COVID, um, whatever your goals are, if it's healing in your family that you're seeking for, healing in your personal life, your spirit, your heart, um, a business enterprise, a goal, a dream, 
I just encourage everyone to keep that connection to heaven mm-hmm. because we can do so much more when we are leaning on his hand, his help. I so, love what you said. I re- I'm writing notes in case you can't know, tell. I've got do. notes all over the place here. Oh, yeah, it's well said. I love how you said my notes. God will ask you to do something harder than you can do. That's interesting and, and well said. I'm not sure what to follow that up with. I go, well, that's true. He'll do that. And, and uh, God is my CEO, so I love that. I just wanted to say. Well, that. I know that we're all in a position, all of us here, we're, yeah. we're all in those positions, and all of our listeners, all of our listeners are in a position to just go, okay, what's next? You know, especially with yeah. this life that we're leading right now, it's like, what's, what's next? What am I supposed to do? And our, our little cozy worlds are being interrupted <laughs> very, very much. And it's like, okay, Heavenly Father, I can't do this on my own. And nor do I want to. So take it, lead me, guide me, walk beside me, <laughs> tell me what I'm supposed to do and help me. And whether it's whether we call him God or, or deity or a higher power or an energy, everybody's got their own. But that's who we need to call on. We need to have that help. And I'm just getting goosebumps like crazy because yep. <laughs> there's, you know, it's- you took your life and you asked. And I think this is the big thing for me too. just recently. It's like. This is what I asked for, and this is what I was given. So why do I say, okay, and everybody, you know, just in my marriage, I've talked about this. I met my husband two weeks later, we were married. It's like, but it was everything I asked for. And it's like, why should I say, okay, but let me give it six months. Or, you know, just let me think about it for for a year. And then we'll talk about it. Like you and I were talking last night, you know, and it's like, no, I asked for these specific things and God brought them to me. Okay. Here I am. Let's go. You know, so, and I think that's what, from what I'm hearing, from what you're saying is just take it and do it. If you're feeling it, that it's coming from the right source, whatever that is, if it's, if it's your source, your God, your deity, whatever it is, if you feel in your heart, like you're getting those tingles from your head to your toes, you're being told something and time's too short. We don't have time to sit and argue and sit and wait and say, Oh, let's see if this is going to work out differently. Take it and go. <laughs> and, and he will be there and guide us and he'll help us. You know, so I know, I know we're, we're getting ready to take our first break here. This is just so fun. I've just got goosebumps all over. I, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited to hear the God rest of the story. God is my CEO. Beautiful. You know, yeah, God is my CEO. I think that's wonderful. I wonder if I can have God is my CEO too on my license plate. And you can have three. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's just we have so much more to talk about. We don't want anybody to leave because we have got so much more to talk about. And, and you know, we talk about those miracles and what Kaylin is just describing right now. Those are those are miracles and recognized as miracles. And we just have to pay attention to them. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah. And have faith to go forward. <laughs> you, know? you can get a license plate frame that says, in God we trust. Yes. Utah. And that's yeah. what I got to put that my CEO in. <laughs> I love that. So they know exactly who that is, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. So before we take our break, I just want to um, tell them how to get hold of you at the Yardley here. You guys, if you want just the neatest feeling from the minute you pull into this beautiful, beautiful little community, 
it's just beautiful here and the feeling is amazing. So we've got a couple seconds here. Just tell us how to get hold of you. Take your pen and papers out and we'll have her come back and tell us again. Our website is the Yardley Inn and Spa and you have to spell out and not use the ampersand. TheYardleyInnandSpa.com. You can see videos, little video clips of each of our five exquisite unique rooms. Nothing is cookie cutter here. Everything's hand done. Um, We serve a beautiful breakfast every morning to our guests. We can accommodate gluten-free travelers. We have um, amazing flock in the the adjoining property that gives us high omega eggs, higher in omegas and lower in cholesterol than you could ever get from the most expensive carton at Trader Joe's. Um, The phone (laughs) number for the front desk is 435-835-1895. is the year this beautiful European manor was built. Will you give that one more time, Caitlin, then we'll take our break. 435-835-1895 is the phone number. 1895. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Hi, this is Ellie Meadows with Young Living Essential Oils. I invite you to skip the stress of the holidays this year and let Young Living take care of all of your gift-giving needs, from soothing bath bombs to delicious seasonal oil blends. Looking to make some extra money for the holidays? I'm currently accepting new team members who will have the exclusive opportunity to grow their business under the leadership of Jack Canfield, one of the top success coaches in America. For more information, find me on Facebook or Instagram under Oils with Ellie. That's E-L-L-I-E. Or email me, oilswithellie at gmail.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, 
please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are having a lively, fun discussion with Caitlin Gilbert, and she is the owner of the Yardley Inn. For those of you that are watching this, you can see the beautiful ambiance behind me here. Those of you that are listening, I want you to just close your eyes and picture the most beautiful little inn you can imagine in a beautiful little quiet community. And that's where we are. (laughs) And Caitlin's just been sharing with us how she, the miracles that happened in her getting this in completely off the wall from anything she's ever done and how it was brought to her that she needed to come and do this. And I know that the way that we've been treated, she and I stayed up and talked for a long time last night. She came down and sat with us at breakfast this morning and Doug was just saying he'd been here 30 years ago and he needs to come back because now it's under Caitlin's ownership and it's just incredibly beautiful. My husband, John, last night kept saying, this is the biggest room I've ever been in. (laughs) It was just, it's everything is done so perfectly and beautiful. And as soon as you pull into this place, you can just feel this spirit that's here. You can feel this welcoming, comforting, wonderful spirit. And and I know that this house has history. Tell us really quickly, Caitlin, the history of this house, because it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Stephanie. So the home was built on the southwest corner of the second fort that the settlers who came here mostly from Scandinavia um, came here to the heart of Utah. So it was built by a Perry family, P-A-R-R-Y. And Mr. Perry and his wife were actors. They were thespians and they actually were playing on vaudeville in new york city when they heard street tractors street preachers tracting out and someone gave them a copy of the book the book of mormon and they read the book of mormon and they gained a testimony that it was the word of god and they sought out missionaries and got baptized they jumped on a train and they came from new york all the way to salt lake city and once they got to salt lake city the territorial governor and the prophet of the church um, at that time brigham young sent them down to central Utah with a group of saints that were coming to colonize. Chief Wakara was the chief of the Ute Indian tribe here in this area at the time. And he had gone up with 10 other braves on horseback to go to Salt Lake to meet with the territorial governor and invite him to ask them to please send settlers to teach his people how to farm. There were 10 different Native American tribes in the area, but they were welcomed by by Chief Wakara and he developed quite a great friendship with Jacob Morley, who was the, the first person who had led this little band down. Jacob Morley got the calling from the prophet to come down here and settle. Jacob Morley had lived back in Nauvoo before the saints were expelled with persecution from Nauvoo from the state of Missouri. And there were a group of his friends that had built kind of a little suburb there, and they called their little area Yelrom, which is Morley spelled backwards. They loved Jacob Morley. <laughs> and he got the call to go to Utah, um, to, go, to go down to San Pete County. They said, if you're going, we're going. And they were trying to create Zion, and they all were of one heart, and they loved each other, and they all came down together, even though they didn't really have an official request or calling from the president of the church. Wow. So that's kind of the spirit of, um, of Manti from the beginning. And there's still a spirit of Manti and of gathering and of wanting to build Zion here and have that place. Zion in the Old Testament, if you look it up, it means the pure in heart. 
and a place where everyone had love for each other. And you mentioned the spirit of the inn that you feel when you come in. The inn hasn't really served as many business travelers as it has served couples on getaways to just reunite, rekindle their marriage, and um, lots of honeymoons, lots of anniversaries. There's an incredibly gorgeous historic temple here that was um, the first place where a holy of holies was created in a temple in this new land of America in these latter days. And so there are many special experiences that have happened here. And a lot of people have come down to visit that temple and stayed at the inn when they're there. Um, My vision for the Yardley Inn when I got the directive to come and buy it was to, first of all, get it beautiful again and bring it back to its original inspiring glory. Um, There were some big expenses that were, that came up that were not like, I didn't know about them before I got here. I had to put in $27,000 of air conditioning and heating upgrades, which I didn't know was going to happen. And when I got all of this information from the HVAC specialist who was helping me, I was just like deer in the headlights. Like, how yeah. am I going to come up with how? that? Yeah. How will I ever afford to do that? It's taken everything just to buy the in. And yet, you know, when you're doing something that you feel like you're on God's mission to, you just say, okay. Somehow, right? We're going to go ahead and we'll plunge forward and do it. And and so that was, I just had that thought as I worked. When I first came in, the day I closed on the loan and signed the papers, closed on that property, um, came back over with my realtor friend and started ripping up the old 25-year-old faded, mashed down, stained carpeting in the parlor and found this 125-year-old original floor and was so excited. It had big, giant snaps like this big, about every 12 inches. For those of you that can't see that, it's about the size of a silver dollar. Yeah, (laughs) they were big. I'd never seen snaps that big. And they had only stained about a two-foot strip around the border of the room. And then they had never bothered to stain the the rest of the wood because they put down a buddy rug or an interior rug and snapped it down so it would never come up. And so here's these frugal pioneers, you know, you've you ripped back the carpet and you find the evidence of their frugality. They didn't even bother staying <laughs> on that center eight by 10 piece where they're going to have their rug um, snapped down. And I, my realtor friend said, Caitlin, I know you, you're going to like do this until you make yourself sick. You will be ripping up carpeting until midnight and then fall into bed and you'll get up tomorrow at 6 a.m. and do it again. Let me call someone who I know that the company he was working for just went to Wyoming and he wanted to stay here. And he's about 27 and he's not married and he's a hard worker. And I think he's probably in between jobs right now. Would you want to hire someone to help you with this? I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. This young man came over and he came with a hood, a sweatshirt kind of pulled down, you know, (laughs) over his face and, and he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll work for that price and thank you for the job. And he started ripping up the rug and, and he, we, he and I became fast friends. <laughs> three months later, he came into my office one day and he said, Caitlin, can I talk to you? I said, sure, what's up? And he said, I need to come clean with you. He said, I have not been giving you a full day's wage work for the wage you've been paying me. He said, you know, I, I had a car accident in my teens I grew up with a single mom who got through a divorce. And when you're a parent is divorced and your mom's working two jobs, you end up hanging out with the other kids who are of divorced parents too. And I got into trouble. I got into, we got into pills. By the time I was 16, I was addicted. I cleaned up my life. I went and did service for two years for my church. And when I came back from that, 
I had a terrible accident and I got back on pain pills. And he said, I'm an addict and I haven't been honest with you and fair with you. And so I, I can't repay you the money I basically stole from you that I didn't work for. But if it's okay with you, I'd like to work an extra five hours each week until I am clean and clear and have it all pay back. And he said, you know, you told me when you hired me that your vision for this place was to have a place of healing and you wanted to have like a wellness center and, and get the colon hydrotherapy room functioning again and that machinery um, repaired and have, you know, all these modalities. Um, he said, I just want you to know that even if no one ever comes here and has a treatment that heals them, and even if you sold it tomorrow, this place has healed me. Thank you so much for giving me a job, giving me a chance, and believing in me and loving me as a mom would have loved me. And um, the next year on my birthday, this darling girl that had come in with a naturopath who I was interviewing to think about partnering with, and I was a little offended when he came in with someone that wasn't invited to our meeting. But it was his niece, and he said, she's actually been working at a historic hotel in Wyoming, and she knows how to do guest services. So I thought you'd want to meet um, my niece, Kaylee. And she was adorable, and she taught me how to, like, run a hotel. And so she ended up, she and, and this young man were cooking and cleaning and repairing, and they fell in love working, bent over sanders and saws and paintbrushes and the next year on my birthday they said they threw me a surprise party and they said we have another surprise for you after all the guests left and he had his arm around her and he said we're getting married and they're now married and they have two beautiful children beautiful. and they both had come up beautiful. from their life experiences they were like the lilies that come up from the muck in the lily pond and they were those beautiful yeah. white flowers on the top of that pond mm-hmm. and they have made a beautiful family and I love them to pieces. And that was my first miracle at the Yardley Inn of healing. Oh, um, wow. I love that. I love that. It's been he was healing. Life. He was healed not even knowing that he was going to ask for it. Just like exactly. something just happened for him. Just happened. And for these people. Yeah. That's wonderful. And her too. Yeah, her for both, too. I mean. Right. Yeah. She had had a prompting that she was going to be working for Mar- at the Yardley Inn and that she should go down and apply for a job, but she hadn't acted on it. And mm. so they, and she told me that, that night when they engaged, announced their engagement, she said, you know, when I walked in and I saw him the first time I came to work, something in my heart leapt up inside me and said, oh, there you are. You're, you didn't oh, die. And he had actually had like five near death experiences and she recognized him from some other existence. You know, it was just magical. It was a place they were brought together. <laughs> so that was really oh, fun to watch. Beautiful. I can Here comes a goosebumps. Yeah, but the thing is, we've seen, I've seen, I've been privileged to see healing miracles happen, and those serendipitous, um, those times when you know, I feel like I have a brother-in-law who is a dispatcher for a nursing home, and he has to get all these patients to all their doctor appointments and everything, and he's always having to handle like seven different vans and 50 different patients and get everybody where they need to be at the right time. And I feel like heaven has this incredible dispatch crew. Where they get the people where they need to be at the right time in the right moment. It's so um, true. The second year I was open, I walked in to bring um, the next course of breakfast to 
a couple and a single gal that were sitting in the small dining room. She was an artist and she had done, she had been in Moab camping in oh. an RV for a week doing an art installation product project. Oh. And she had scheduled two nights in one of the luxury suites with a big giant jetty tux like what you have in yours yeah. across the hall. And she was going to be there for two days, just pampering herself and unwinding after being a desert rat for a week. And so she was on her last day and a couple had called and they were up from Arizona doing a road trip and they had come. And, and as I walked in there talking and I'm, I'm bringing some more mango juice and, you know, refreshing some things. And, and as I listen to their conversation, I hear them say to her, Oh, you're an artist. Well, we actually are retired, but we have a 501 C three corporation to help new artists. So we need all your information because that's what we do. That's our love. And I mean, they're from Arizona. She was from California. They met at this little moment somewhere in time around the breakfast table and got connected to just help her in her career. It was so awesome. Is this perch by chance one of hers? No, that, that piece, you're showing the piece, um, a small version of a gigantic portion that hangs in our large dining room. Right. That piece is by Carrie Guthrie, who's an artist in Pleasant Grove. Carrie okay. Guthrie painted that when her father unexpectedly died at age 62. She was one of nine children, and she plunged into, she asked all of her siblings to ask everyone they knew, do you know anyone who's had a near-death experience? Because I'm researching NDEs. She plunged into Holy Writ. She interviewed as many people as she could. And um, this painting just kind of downloaded into her mind one day. And oh, she knew she had beautiful. to it. And she got it finished after four years. And then she always thought she was going to donate it to her church. And she called them and said, I have a painting. It's this size. I'll send you a PDF or a JPEG file of it so you can see it. I'd like to donate it so you can hang it in one of your sacred buildings. I've, the whole time I painted it, I thought I was doing this for God. And then they saw it and they said, it doesn't really meet our criteria. There's a little bit too much of a fantasy element. We're so grateful you'd be willing to donate four years of your life's work to the church, but we can't accept it. She goes, I was flabbergasted, so I didn't know what to yeah. do. So I got back on my knees and I'm like, Lord, I thought this whole time it was going to hang in a temple. And... And now I find out it's not going to hang in a temple. So what do you want me to do with it? And she said, I was praying and I was just got really still and quiet. And into my mind floated the words, it belongs in the Yardley Inn. She said, <laughs> I went to my computer. I went to Google. I Googled the Yardley Inn and there was one in Pennsylvania. There is one in Pennsylvania still. And there was wow. Manti. So the one in Manti was closer. So I called that one. And I spoke to the proprietor, Marlene Yardley, and I said, I have a painting I think is supposed to hang in your inn. And Marlene said, well, tell me about it. So she did, and she said, it sounds lovely, but what size did you say it was? And she said, I don't know, it's like 15 feet wide and 12 feet tall. It's gigantic. She said, honey, we don't have a wall big enough for painting that size. And Carrie Guthrie told me that she said, I just said, Marlene, I just have a really strong feeling that this painting is supposed to hang in that inn. Do you mind if my husband and I bring it down? We have a box trailer. She said, bring it on down. We've had a fun conversation. I'd love to meet you. So they brought it down <laughs> and walked around. And Carrie told me four months later when I met her in person, she said, when I walked through the front door, I had this complete, strong deja vu. Like, I have been in this place before. She goes, I don't know if I was a guardian angel in the world before this to some little girl that was born in 1905 in this home or what. But she goes, I just knew I'd been in this 
in this place. And she said, we walked around and I, she, she said, there was not a place to hang a painting. The only place was people could have touched it in the hall upstairs and they would have gotten the oils from their fingers. Uh, and would not yeah. have a painting. So she said, I was ready to go. We talked for an hour. I loved Marlene. We'd hit it off. And um, I looked up and I saw that big space over the entrance to the grand dining room way up high. And I said, what's the dimension on that opening, you know, in, in between those two pillars? And she said, I don't know. Well, we could measure it. She goes, I wonder if the painting would fit up above it. She said, I'd started painting this on a canvas that was three feet wider and two feet taller. And if you, when you have a chance to come to the end of, you will see that had that painting gone on that bigger canvas, it would have overhung the portal, the entry doorway, and it would have looked top heavy. But it fits perfectly there. And so we are blessed to start it. She will take it whenever she feels like she's directed to take it somewhere else. But I'm holding this up again for those of you who can see. It is like a fantasy picture, but it looks like it's got a very celestial buildings all around and mountains and swirly. It's just incredible. So you go on to Yardlian. Is it on your Yardlian website? I think we think we have a picture. If it's not on the website, you can go to Cares Art Creations dot com to see her work cares art um, creations yeah, i yeah. noticed that last night when i was wandering <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> wonderful everything. symbolism in that in that painting and yeah and so we can email you the symbolism of what it all means that carrie researched it's, oh it's, yeah i've had i had a lady from scandinavia come in a year ago and she walked into that dining room and saw those soaring you know the big beams up there on the second story yeah. of the library and that soaring wall with that painting of it she said this is like the grand houses in Sweden. I, who would ever guess this was in the middle of central Utah? You know, I know. So out of place here. So, but it does confer a really um, special spirit. And, yeah. and the people that have come over 30 years are coming to celebrate things. They're celebrating covenants. Mm-hmm. And they all leave behind a little good energy in the walls. I feel like the walls are infused with love yeah. and joy and connection and celebration and everybody seems to comment on the energy of the end. People say, I don't sleep anywhere. Good. Except my own bed, but I slept so deeply last night. There was such a peace in this house. So we have had um, lots of sweet, lots of sweet little serendipitous things. Another day, a couple called and said, do you have any rooms for tonight? And I said, sure, we do have one room. Would you like to come? They're like, yeah, we want to come. We're going to come for two nights. It's just kind of a spur of the minute thing. Well, the day before, a woman had called whose daughter had been put into one of these. The county has a lot of um, special schools for troubled youth. Sometimes wealthy parents in New York or Mm -hmm. Boston or Washington send a troubled child who's dealing with an addiction or um, to the middle of nowhere, right? To the county, to the country, to be in a like a rehab, live, live in residential facility while they're getting healing. Yeah. And so the parents will come for parent nights and parent weekends. And this woman was here for a, a parent weekend. And she said, I hope my daughter can join us at breakfast, but I don't know if I'll be able to get her away or not. So I'll let you know tomorrow. Well, the daughter was able to come and she was another teenager with a hoodie and hiding and looking down at her plate and not interacting with anybody. And I could tell she was in pain. She was in a lot of pain. And, um, but at breakfast, the couple that had come, on the spur of the moment, sitting across the table, started her in conversation, found out she was at one of these residential facilities and got her talking and opened up. 
and they were counselors. And they were not only counselors, he was in with the, 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 corp, the council of councils that is at a state level that knows about every single facility and all the owners of all the facilities, all the wow. legalities of what you need to do to get a child in or to get a child out if it's not working. And wow. her situation was not working. She had a roommate who was a Satan worshiper who had put satanic symbols all over the room and bed, mm. above the headboard of the bed. And she was in pain. She was in great emotional pain. She was not getting better. Mm-hmm. And she was not allowed to profess her beliefs, and yet she was assaulted by these symbols of her roommate's beliefs, and she'd mm-hmm. asked to have them removed, and they wouldn't remove them. And the mother said, I just need to get her home. But mm-hmm. they've told me I'm in a contract, and I can't get her out. This $13,000 a month is every month for the next three months, and I can't break the contract. Right. And they went up to the library afterwards and talked for two hours, and they, this couple was able to give her all of the information for everything she needed to do to safely get her daughter home. So I've seen the hand of heaven yes, on many have. occasions. Um, with many that angles, many that. opportunities. Yeah. That is so, that is so. It really is. Heaven's so he, aware of each one of us. He, he is. And nothing happens by coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. I, I'm a firm believer in that. The things that I see happen every single day is yep. like, yep. that was an amazing Tetris game that was just played because yes. everything fell into the right places, you know. Oh, and we right. know that <laughs> Heavenly Father has a great sense of humor. <laughs> and there he's up there. Or again, like we say, it's whatever you believe in, your deity, that, you know, the higher power, whatever it is, listen and be aware and and have faith and i wish we had time to talk about your relationship with your sweet husband mike who we got to meet last night because we have a lot of similarities there but i know that he has been a huge blessing in your life and i just can't i want to have you back and have you share that story because that's <laughs> yeah. a whole different, a whole different story about <laughs> him for sure yeah absolutely and we want to make sure that we we bring him on with the knowledge that he made a huge difference in your life and what it's done and how blessed we are to, yep. to be able to listen to what the Spirit's telling us yep. and follow it. People that are listening out there are wonderful, wonderful listeners. Just have faith. Have faith and not fear. Don't live in fear. Fear is not going to get you anywhere but make you more fearful. So you got to have faith in whatever you're doing and listen and follow. Listen and follow. That's, that's just absolutely huge. So, Caitlin, before we go, would you just tell us again how to get hold of you, what the contact information is, and they can get hold of you if they're interested in getting one of the paintings, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but if you guys have a chance to come down to central Utah over here to Manti, come to this inn. The Yardley Inn is amazing. So give us your contact information again real quick. Sure. And if you fly into Salt Lake City and you want to, on your way to Zion's, you can take Old Highway 89 and have a wonderful road trip and stop and see yes. on the way. Um, so the website is the www.theyardleyinnandspa.com. Our landline is 435-835-1895. My Amazing assistant, Amber, may be the one to get the phone or I will. We'd love to help you. If you decide to get spa packages, we do need to have you call in to reserve what you want for massages or foot detoxes or cleanses, um, facials, wellness facials, etc. We don't let you can't book that on the website, but you can take a look at our rooms and our offerings and um, book online or you can book with a phone call and ask questions because I know you don't really know what it's like. Having not, when you go to the Marriott, you know what everything is going to be like. Right. But um, we try to have a, a 
a couture experience for you. And so we love our guests. We have amazing guests. And whether you want total privacy and you want to go right to your room and not talk, we respect that. And if people want to hang out in the library or the parlor and visit, we love that as well. But um, and we're, we are out of time. Great. And I hate, I hate to say that, but we didn't even get into what we're doing. We get our massages today. We've started our plans. We, get, we haven't even gotten into that part yet. Dang, so much to talk about. But anyway, we're out of time now. And Kaylin, you have just been delightful. We are looking forward to the next Thank few days you. spending with you and taking advantage of all of the wonderful things that are here at the Yardley Inn in Manti, Utah. And Doug, thank you. Love you as thank always. Thank you. Thank Love you, you back. so much. Thank and everybody so out much. there, this you have Taylor. a great, thank you. Beautiful. happy and healthy week. We love you. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 